It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Quickly to Wall. Wall measures. Deal. Gets open for three. Welcome to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network, your daily news from local experts. I'm your guy, Quinn Mayo, at TOQM underscore on Twitter. You know me, you know the name, so you know what we're here to talk about. Last night, uh, yeah, another loss in Wizards fashion, 109-101 to to the Pacers. They fell, um, no Victor Oladipo, no John Wall, and ultimately no Otto Porter after seven minutes. But it was the debut of Sam Decker. So I'm going to dive into a little bit of that real quickly. I know Becca's got some stuff jam-packed in the show for y'all as well. So I'm going to be brief, but I'm going to be thorough because that's the only thing I know how to do is be thorough. I keep it 100 I'm thorough, and uh, yeah, I love basketball, so let's get into it. Um, I guess we'll start with John Wall so I can get that out of the way really quickly. He has the foot injury that is, that's keeping him out. Um, I mean, I don't really know how to um, explain this because this is something that he's done or he's been dealing with for a very long time. Like, it's, it's not clear when he'll be back. Scott Brooks said that, you know, every day he's going to check on him to see this, that, and the third. Because, mind you, y'all remember that poor performance he gave um, a couple games ago where he was just walking around the court, wasn't aggressive. He had a career-low one point. It was just absolutely terrible. Come to find out, he was dealing with illness, and he has a sore uh, left heel. He has a bone spur in his left heel. So it's, it's just... It's weird. Brooks said he was running well in practice. He did he did do an extensive workout prior to the game against the Pacers where he, he finished most of it. Um, and I think I saw he said that the injury is comparative to somebody sticking a piece of glass in his foot. Um, so that could be um, a problem, obviously, especially if you're playing basketball. You don't want to have that feeling, especially a player as explosive, dynamic, and fast and athletic as John Wall, who prides himself on getting past you, getting by you, making those highlight plays. He needs that. He needs that explosion. You need to be able to plant. And uh, when you don't have that ability, it takes a lot from your game. And you saw what it took from his game um, the other day, especially when you mix that with a sickness. So that was against the Cavs. How could we forget? It was against the Cavs. That was a terrible showing. So it's just so Wizards. I mean, on top of John Walking hurt after seven minutes last night, Otto Porter, Got hurt as well. So now the injuries are raking up. I think it's not funny, but it's just such a, it's just such a, oh my gosh, it's just so wizards that 
They had the fan cam on two fans doing the Millie Rock in Indiana. And in the background, you see Otto Porter like wincing and grimacing in pain while he's on the uh, on the cycle trying to loosen up. And it's just so bad. Like it just it's just a wizard thing to do to have the camera on the fans and not even realize that Otto was literally on his last leg. Literally and figuratively on his last leg in the back, um, trying to get back on the floor. So he was out. But I mean, Kelly Oubre, Road Kelly is in a building, uh, 23 points, not for 14. He did his thing. He really turned up in that third quarter on that run. What was that 19-0 run? Yo, I've it was like it's like watching 2K out there. It's like watching 2K when your my player is, is a pure lockdown defender. He's just better than everybody else. Kelly Oubre was out there getting steals. He was long. He's athletic. He's been doing everything he's been doing since he's been here, which has been his MO, is what he put on display in the third quarter. I do feel like the Pacers got a little bit complacent because they're blowing out the Wizards, and there's another one of those things like, it's the Wizards. Like, they don't have John Wall. Um, Bradley was going through a cold spell, dry spell as well. Otto's out with injury. Um, This team is just (laughs) on the downward trend. They're not going to do anything. And then, you know, Kelly came in, Sam Decker, um, he took one step on the floor and he had a plus 20 plus minus last night. So, um, even though he only had two points still. So it was kind of one of the things like Pacers kind of t- took their foot off the gas. And then you see when, when times got close in the fourth quarter, it was time to, uh, rev things up a little bit. And they did just that. Um, Bill, he had a decent game. He started off very slowly, finished with 30 points, made just 37% of his shots. And one thing I kind of want to harp on about, uh, Bill, I'm all over the place here right now. But uh, excuse, y'all know how my mind works. I go from one place and I build on top of that and on top of that because I'm supposed to be talking about Sam Decker, but we'll get to him. But um, talking about Bill, I put a tweet out there and I said, you know, it's about that time for, for us to realize that Bradley Bill is the best player on the Wizards. And um, I mean, he is. He He's a scorer. He's, it's the reason why he's a one of the most tradable assets on this team. Um, other than the fact that he has the most, the, the friendliest contract to touch on the Wizards, uh, especially for what you would get. But my my definition of what Bradley Bill showed me last night, especially in that comeback, in terms of the playmaking ability that he's developed since John Wall has been out, even last year that he was starting to develop, because he's never been like that. He was never that on ball guy, create your own shot type guy. He was more of a sharpshooter with a little bit of shot creator in his game at Florida. And then. You know, since he's been in D.C., playing with John Wall, with and without him, he's developed that. He's run the pick and roll. He has that step back now. He's he's pulling out the spin move. So now he's getting even more creative, and he's he's doing his thing. He's always going to give you his all. You see it on his face. You've seen his mannerism. He's always going to go 110%, and he has that motor. And on top of that, he's I mean, he's playing 40-plus minutes a game, and I'll get to that in a minute. But on top of that, he's just a competitor. He's just such a competitor. He goes hard. Um, and then... On top of that, he's skillful. He can shoot the ball from 19, 20, 20, 30, whatever you want. He can shoot it from anywhere on the floor. He can finish at the rim. He can dunk on you. He'll drop you. He'll cross you. He'll do everything that you want a player to do. And he can defend pretty well. Um, Not great, but nobody on his team defends great other than Kelly Oubre when he's not fouling. So, I mean, he's literally the total package. And you can see why Bradley Bill is in the midst of all these trade rumors and trade conversations because this is a guy that has a friendly contract. He's very young. He can shoot the ball extremely well. He can play make if you want him to. He can set up the offense if you want him to. He can play that defense when he needs to. And also, he can shoot the lights out. So, he's the best player on the team. Now, I know John Wall is 
supposed to be the leader, supposed to be the superstar, supposed to be the wall star, and he's been the best player for a very long time. But it's at that point where you're starting to look at John and you're saying, okay, you got these nagging injuries. You have these these illnesses. You have, I mean, I'm not saying he can't not get sick. Like, come on, people. I'm not that, um, I'm not that evil-minded. But I'm just saying he's just having some things where, you know, he only played 40 games last year, and the teammates don't seem to get to, to I guess, uh, formulate their their chemistry around him and why won't players come to and I'm and I'm I'm not the one to take all these rumors and things that are flown out and run with them but as I've been formulating my opinion of Wall and Bill since I've been following the team it's just like okay Wall was at his peak and now he's kind of slowing down but more specifically he's not the best player on his team because of his the injuries he can't get on the floor and when he's on the floor he just doesn't do enough in totality to show his worth and that and that's not saying Bradley Bill is so astronomically better than him no the system I you know I'm a firm believer the system Scott Brooks he doesn't set up these guys to to succeed and to flourish he just doesn't they don't have his respect and sometimes I don't feel as though they give him his all they don't give their all to Scott Brooks. They don't listen to everything he says. They don't go hard all the time, and they're not playing for him. So I believe that, you know, Wall can obviously be better than Bradley Bill, but just right now at this point, Bradley is a better scorer. He's a he's a, he's a a competitor. He gives it everything he has every single night. He can shoot better, um, and he's play, his playmaking ability is increasing every day. So that's it, but who knows how long that'll last because a healthy John Wall is a top five-point guard in the NBA. Let's not get it twisted. So I'm not going to sit here and – you know, slander John Wall because y'all know how I feel. But I'm a realist, and right now Bill has him topped. So let's talk about Sam Deck before we close it out because I know Becca has a lot to talk about um, on her side. Um, Sam Decker is, is literally a Scott Brooks guy. That's what I'm going to call him. But I also called him last night the Josh Johnson of the Washington Wizards. Like, the, if you if you remember Josh Johnson, you should. He's kind of like a hot topic in um, D.C. He's the backup quarterback, the backup, backup, backup quarterback for the Redskins, now the starter. Um, they just brought him in, what, a few, a week ago or so after the injury to Colt McCoy and then Mark Sanchez went down. They brought in John Johnson and the, the Redskins are getting blown out by the Giants on Sunday. I mean, it's absolutely terrible. Uh, yeah, I don't really want to talk about that, but Josh Johnson comes in and he he's, he's mobile. He's making plays with his legs. He brings some energy to the team. He scores a couple touchdowns. He's running, he's extending plays. Um, he's making good decisions with the ball. He's dropping the ball on the money where it needs to be. Now, mind you, it was in garbage time, but you're thinking like, Hey, this is, this is the kind of energy we need on a team. That's kind of on a downward spiral. And, um, You've got players like Adrian Peterson. I turned this into a Redskins podcast, Locked On Redskins. But you've got players like Adrian Peterson and Jameson Crowder saying, look, we like this guy. We need to rally around this guy. This is the guy who needs to be starting from this point on. He brings us that energy. You fast forward to the game, the Pacers and the and the Wizards, and the, and the Wizards are just typical Wizards. They made it competitive, quote-unquote, in the first quarter, gave up a whole bunch of points, but scored a bunch of points. And then the second quarter, everything is downhill. Um, you're down by 20 just like that. And then as soon as Sam Decker steps foot on the, on the floor, everything is everything is all fine and good. They're they're playing with energy. Um, he he sparks a 19-0 run with Markeith Morris with a little assist, and uh, he's doing his thing. So, um, I just think he's a Scott Brooks guy. He plays hard. He's long. Uh, he's athletic, and he plays extremely hard. All the time. Now, he didn't have like 40 points last night or anything crazy. What he had two points on one for three shooting. Um, he did have two steals, which is another thing that Brooks is harping is just defense, 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 defense creates offense, especially when you're not calling any plays on offense. Um, you have no real philosophy. You need those turnovers to get you the easy points. But he stepped on the floor last night on the bum ankle and foot. 
and uh, had a plus minus of 20, finished with two points. I just think he's, like I said, he's a Brooks guy. Um, he's going to run. He's going to give you his all every single night, and that's all you pretty much ask for because Brooks is not going to change his philosophy. We see that. And um, for the most part, I don't even know what to expect out of this team anymore. Um, <laughs> try not to make you guys cry or anything like that, but realistically take a step back and look at this team. Um, you're, you're, yeah, you, lo- you didn't have John Wall. You didn't have Otto Porter, and you lost the Pacers by eight. You did make a run, but if John was there, if Otto was there, and they didn't have Victor Oladipo, mind you, if John and Otto was there, are they winning that game? Like, I, I don't know, because with John, Bradley, Bill, Otto Porter, Keith, and all those guys playing, everybody healthy, they still have lost terrible games this season. So I don't see any hope inside. I did an interview uh, for the story with my girl Sid over at Half Street Sports the other day or the other week. And I was, she was asking me questions like, you know, do they make the playoffs? And, and I don't know. I don't know about this team anymore because I think it's a lot of young teams that are on the upswing, a lot of young teams that are playing for their coach and playing to turn their organization around. And then you got a complacent team, it seems like, in the Wizards where you have a lot of money with guys that don't give it their all every single night. And um, it just goes downhill over and over again. Like, yeah, what did the Wizards beat? Um, they had a three-game winning streak against what? Did they play the Knicks? Was it the Knicks, Atlanta, and some other scrub team? Uh, and, and then you lose to the Cavaliers. So uh, I hear a whole bunch of stuff about winnable schedule, winnable game, and this, that, and the third, but there's no consistency. You play down to the level of your competition. You try to play up to the level of your competition as well, and you still lose. The team's not communicating. The defense is not there. It's just spurts like this where you get smashed in the first half. You come back and close a 20-point deficit when a team is not really trying in the third quarter. And then you've expounded and expent so much energy in a quarter to, to cut that 20-point deficit that you can't finish in the fourth quarter, which is literally probably the MO and the uh, yeah the motto of Bradley Bill's career is just being so good for three quarters. He played 44 minutes last night, had 30 points. He started off slow, did a lot in the third, um, but then he had just done so much in trying to create and score and uh, get the team back close that he missed shots that could have helped them get the lead. He missed shots that could have helped them take over the game and push them over the edge. Well, the Pacers were just unloading fresh legs. from Their starters were getting back in the game to close the deal out. Collison hadn't been shooting threes all season long, even though he led the league in three-point percentage last season. And he comes in the game, and he knocks him down. He knocks one down. He went one for two last night. And he knocked down the one in the clutch that mattered. So the Wizards have a lot of thinking to do. I'm not going to take too much longer because I know it's going to be a long pod with Becca's take, but that was my take on the game. Um, of course, all heat is welcome at me on Twitter at TOQM underscore. Also follow me on Instagram. You can add me on Snapchat as well. Uh, and you can follow me or subscribe to me on YouTube. Everything is Quentin Mayo. Y'all know me. Y'all, don't know, y'all know the name and uh, you might as well say it with me. DC, DC family. family. I'm out of here. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network, your daily news from local experts. I am Becca. 
You just heard from Quentin Mayo at T-O-Q-M underscore. I am Becca MVP. It's great to hear from Quentin as always. We could not do the podcast together due to some schedule conflicts. However, we did decide to do a double take. So let's just get straight into it. Um, Last night, Wizards lost to the Pacers 101-109. I think the most stressful part of this game is that they were down by 25 and they came back just to blow the lead or blow the the game, throw the game away at the end of the fourth quarter. Bradley Beal played 44 minutes, which is something that has been blowing my mind, but I am not sure who else would be able to play instead of him. Something that we saw, though, however, was... The debut of Sam Decker, he played for 10 minutes, and he, I mean, he only had two points, but he was pretty aggressive, and it was great to see him out there on the floor, see how he works well with the team. He did incredible, so there's that for us. Otherwise, um, yeah, so the lead that the Pacers had coming up to the fourth quarter, middle of the fourth quarter, was very um, substantial, (laughs) as you know. But the fact of the matter is the Wizards were not able to seal the win. I think what makes me most mad about this is they diminished the whole lead, 25 points, just to come and lose the game. Yeah, that's so Wizards, of (laughs) of course. Something that really excited me during this game was a 23 points from none other than Kelly Oubre Jr. And the defense that the Wizards performed in order to get back into the game. I feel like Decker, uh, Morris, Oubre, Green, Rivers, Sato. I mean, they all played amazing defense. It was just um, incredible to see. Something we got to talk about is Darren Collision, who ended up with 17 assists this game, his best during the season, and to go with the 17 massive assists, he has 10 points and 7 rebounds. The only reason why this game frustrates me is because they really, I don't know, something towards the end of the game Scott Brooks kind of like took out Rivers, took out everybody that was performing well and just left it at that. Otherwise, I think it's important to note that Miles Turner is a blocking machine. He had a total of five blocks and what annoyed me about this is the Wizards, you know, some of the players, for example, Kelly Oubre, he would go and drive to the basket he knew Miles Turner was standing there. All these big guys were standing there, and he just decided to kind of go in and, you know, go for it. But the problem is he's going to be stopped, and he was stopped. I think a lot of the Wizards' um, opportunities to score were diminished because of the fact that they didn't have patience on offense. You know, that's something that the Wizards really need to do in order to succeed They need to have patience. They need to understand, hey, um, you know, we're coming back from a deficit and it's really difficult. 
but they need to pass the ball until they can get quality shots. I mean, a lot of the possessions towards the end of the game were really rushed, and that's just not what we need in order to come back to win the game. And I don't know if you guys noticed um, Bondanovich, he had 22 points, and I mean, Bogey used to play for us, of course, so naturally any any player that has played for us before, they tend to do amazing and have the games of their life, so cool to see him again, see how he was doing, but I did not appreciate that at all. Other than that, Bradley Beal had 30 points, um, shooting 10 for 27 and had 4 out of 9 three-pointers. This is one of the better games that he had. Unfortunately, um, Otto Porter had to leave the game early. Thomas Bryant, he played 20 minutes. It was nice to see him get his minutes and get his reps in. Sadoransky played for 28 minutes. and, And John Wall is still dealing with a bone spur. He did say that it feels like it's walking on glass. And he's just not doing too hot. So I hope John Wall... Um, is able to recover from that. I know those injuries are pretty painful. Dwight Howard is out indefinitely. He has a herniated disc, which is causing his uh, buttocks problem. So hopefully that'll be evaluated in two to three months, and we'll see if he'll be able to play for us. But as far as the season, he's not coming back for a while. Hopefully John Wall can get healthy, and he'll be able to play with us soon. Tomorrow we play the Boston Celtics. A little nervous for that one. You know, this team, I feel like they'll rise to the occasion and they, I I don't know if they'll win this game, but they'll definitely put in the effort. So I'm hoping that we won't let the Celtics build too much of a lead and hopefully they will remain consistent with their offense. I guess from what we can learn from this game is Defense, defense, defense. What's going to help us win this game tomorrow is defense. And, I mean, that's obvious, right? The Wizards need to play defense. And on the other hand, we need to be patient with our offense. I mean, don't settle for bad plays. You know, we're looking for those quality shots. We're not looking to rush. We've got 24 seconds, right? We should be able to get a quality shot within those seconds and not rush through it. That being said, thank you for listening to Locked on Wizards, part of the Locked on Network, and I'll see you soon. Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. 
Download the Amazon Music app today.